There was a recent study that said, you know, when people go to the doctor, they many times won't tell them their true situation. They're, they're afraid right. to tell them. And that doesn't help you with your health. And the same thing is true of your financial situation. You know, just be honest so that the person can do the best job to help you accomplish what you want to do. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Money Night Podcast. We got a lot in store today for this episode, including awkward conversations. We all have them. Thankfully, Wade and I don't have them on this podcast, (laughs) but you probably have them. You probably know that person in your life that you have awkward conversations with, and we'll discuss why you got to have those in the financial world sometimes and why they're important. But let me start by bringing in Wade. And Wade, uh, how are you today? I'm doing great. Just things are going along smoothly here at Chessman Wealth. Uh, I've been excited about football season. And even though my team's not very good this year, I think they haven't won a game, (laughs) SEC game, in I think 17 or 18 in a row. That's the University of Arkansas. But I'm still a fan, so it's okay. Yeah, and your daughter's still having a good time up there, right? Yeah, she still enjoys it, although I don't think she goes to the games, which is I, I find that hard to believe. But It's a different world, I guess, huh, <laughs> I these guess. days than, than it was when we were in school. I mean, I was in the band, so I had no choice. Yeah, what instrument did you play? I played saxophone. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. We need to we need to have you uh, play some sax for yeah. Maybe I think for like that a would I think or something that would make our uh, reviews on the podcast go up way up, man. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love to hear it. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there or whatever podcasting app you choose to use. This is the Money Night Podcast, and I mentioned we have uh, our main topic today is on those awkward conversations. I'll give you a little bit of background on what we'll talk about. So. Being a good advisor sometimes means having those un- uncomfortable conversations with clients. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just part of the process. And there's questions that, you know, you don't really want to talk about or ask, but they have to be asked. So we'll get into those in a little bit. We also have a couple of mailbag questions again. Thanks for sending those in. Keep them coming. You can send them at, over to us at chessmanwealth.com or you can call Wade's office at 214-572-2120. The, the team over there at Chessman Wealth Strategies will sort through those questions with you on the phone, but also if there's some topics that we think are important that you need to hear about. We'll bring them to the show as well. But first, I want to ask you a question. We, we do some story time from time to time, Wade, and, and talk about just some client stories because we like to hear kind of that, that firsthand story about how you've helped and, and what you've done with some clients recently. So I know you specialize quite a bit in divorce and working with women that are going through divorce and other people that kind of find themselves suddenly single, mm-hmm. and that happens quite a bit to people. Are there any misconceptions that you hear quite a bit? Yeah, one that I've run into a number of times is when I'm talking to folks that have gone through a divorce and we're starting to do some planning, a lot of, and this happens, this course could happen to women and men, but usually it's the women I'm talking to, they don't realize they're eligible for social, excuse me, for social security benefits, that's easy for me to say, on their ex-spouse's record. Okay. So yeah, they're like, what? Yeah. I said, as long as you've been married 10 years or longer and you haven't gotten remarried, you're eligible for Social Security benefits on your ex-spouse. And it doesn't affect their benefit at all. They don't even need to know about it, but it de- you can definitely collect benefits. Now, if your benefit's higher, then you would just claim your own. But a lot of times, maybe you weren't, didn't work or you didn't have a long work history, then you might be better off taking working off their record. Now, you get half their benefit. 
But in some cases, that's higher than your benefit would be if you even have one. The other thing they don't realize is if that person passes away, then they'd be eligible for survivor benefits. So maybe send them some real huh. fatty cookies and stuff like that. Just, you know, <laughs> just maybe speed that process along. But anyway, that's a benefit that a lot of people aren't, re- aren't aware of. So I thought it was worth pointing out. Yeah, that is very interesting. Do you have to actually, I guess, fill out the paperwork? That wouldn't automatically come your way, right? No, it doesn't automatically happen. That's the thing. The Social Security Administration is not going to come hunting you down trying to get you to— They're not trying to give you money, right? No, unfortunately, (laughs) they are definitely not. I mean, it's up to you to understand the benefits. Okay, that's good to know. Well, we'll make sure uh, you—if you have a situation like that or you know someone that— could benefit from that information because I think that's something that a lot of people aren't aware of. You know, you get divorced and you kind of move on with your life and you don't think about it, but you know, there might be some more benefits available to you a little bit later on. So be aware of that. Thanks for sharing that way. That's uh, that's good information. All right, let's move into today's main topic and that is awkward conversation. So sometimes being a good financial advisor like yourself, Wade, means you got to have these uncomfortable conversations with people. So let's take a look at how financial uh, advisors should help their clients navigate various tricky situations. Okay. If you're going to be working with a financial advisor, you got to make sure they're pushing you to address these kinds of topics. This is important to know about. So let's start off with number one. We never want to talk about it. We never want to think about it. But death is inevitable for all of us. So how does the death of the first spouse affect the financial plan? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I wrote an article called On the Same Page, A Meeting of the Minds, A Gathering of Key Information. And it's a kind of a series of of articles that I wrote directed toward widows. But this article was saying, hey, if you get the chance before that anything happens, let's make sure that we all are on the same page. And we understand where everything is and what happens if I'm not around. So I would definitely urge people to do that is to not wait, but while things are going well and everybody's got their right mind with them, is to get together and talk about it and make sure that everybody understands what's going on. They're usually in, in with couples, there's one person that isn't as interested in this stuff. I know my spouse um, just kind of leaves it up to me, which I'm I'm glad, but I think it's important that she at least understands where everything is and what to do if something happens to me. So uh, it can be an awkward conversation, but it's better to have it now than wait till something bad happens and you're left unprepared. Yeah, and you don't want to leave your, your spouse unprepared too if it's you that goes first, right? I mean, you yeah, want them exactly. to have access and, and have all the stuff that you've worked so hard together on to not let that go to waste or not be able to find it. So where can, you know, you mentioned that article, where can somebody find that? Is that on your website? It is on the website. And if you need it, send me an email, wait at chessmanwealth.com and I'll make sure you get it. Okay, great. Uh, the second topic here on Awkward Conversations is long-term health. Long-term health care, you know, it's important. And you're going to have to have that conversation, that question of what happens if nursing home care is needed for you. Yeah, I mean, we don't like to think about it, um, and hopefully it won't ever happen, but if it does, we want to be prepared again. And there are steps you can take to help mitigate some of that risk, but, you know, it's a conversation I've had with my parents, and I make sure that we're on the same page and I understand their situation. So, again, one of those topics no one wants to necessarily think about because it's not much fun, but... It does happen, and better, again, to be prepared, at least have the conversations and understand what options are available, what benefits are available, 
So when something happens, you're not caught in a lurch. Well, the next item, you know, look, we all we all work hard throughout our career. We all put in a lot of work and we try to save the best we can so that when retirement comes, we know we can just do it our way. We can mm-hmm. sit back, we can relax. If we want to continue working, we can. But if we want to just sit on our porch or travel or visit our grandkids, whatever it is, we can do it. Now, if you aren't in position, you need to know about it, though. If you need to continue working longer than you expected, that's got to be something you have to ask. You might not want to hear the answer, but you have to ask your advisor, do I need to keep working longer than I've planned? Yeah, again, it's better to make a decision not in a vacuum. In other words, if you just say, well, I'm going to, I've turned a certain age, which, you know, again, I don't even know how if I agree with that concept, but let's say you've reached that age where everyone says you're supposed to retire. First of mm-hmm. all, I wouldn't necessarily buy into that myth. If you want to do it, that's another story. But before you pull the trigger, it'd be better to know, can I do it financially? Am I in a good spot? And that way you can make a more informed decision. That's the power of planning, right? It's not, you don't want to do something just based on a whim or your hope. Hope's not a great strategy. It's better to plan and make sure that you're on the right path. For sure. We're talking about awkward conversations and questions that you need to ask your advisor or be pressing. They're not asking these questions. You need to bring them to them because these are things that you have to kind of be aware of and, and plan for. And the next one is is your legacy, your children. So everybody's situation's different. You might want to split up everything with all your children. You might have one child that needs more help than the other, but do your children understand your estate and legacy plan and how they fit into it, if, if at all? That's something you have to ask. Yeah, I think it's important to have, I mean, you may not want to, some people are more open than others, but I do think it's important to have conversations with kids, at least, again, they understand how everything works together. One of the things we offer our clients is if they have children, we would be happy to meet with those folks and do some free planning for them just so that they are moving in the right direction. But it also sometimes what we'll do is we'll have a a meeting with the clients and their kids, if that's what they choose, just so that they understand how things are situated and how things are set up. I know uh, one time I, I went and met with my parents' attorney at a little meeting for the children of clients, and it was helpful just to understand how they have things set up, what's going to happen when something happens to them, so that we were, again, it's all about being prepared when things happen, you're not caught unprepared, and that that's the key is you can do it however you're comfortable, but I think giving your kids some understanding of their plan is important. This last one is probably the most awkward of them all, and that's, look, if you get in a situation where you've worked with a financial advisor and you know maybe they're only sending you a birthday card once a mm-hmm. year or you're not getting the help you know that you think you deserve or you don't feel like your best interests are being looked out for separating from that advisor is tough to do but it's something that you have to consider if you don't think it's a good fit for you and your situation yeah that could be awkward and I, I realize that but I think the key is to remove the again try to remove the emotion from it and just look at it from a cognitive standpoint, I mean, maybe your situations change, maybe their situations change, it's no longer a great fit. Maybe they're not providing you the types of services and things that you're looking for. Uh, That can be awkward, but it's your life, it's your money. You wanna be a good steward of it, as we always say, and sometimes that means making a change. It happens, and you just wanna make sure that you feel comfortable about where you're headed. And if you're not, then maybe it makes sense to consider doing something different. 
I think with all these though, you know, they might be awkward to individuals. I'm imagining for you and for advisors, these are conversations you guys are used to having. Yeah. So, you know, when somebody brings them up to you, it's not going to be awkward for both parties. I mean, it's just a normal conversation that you have to have. Right. I mean, we're, we do these conversations all the time, so it's not necessarily awkward for us, but these are important conversations to have, you know. Yeah. So make sure if you haven't had these conversations with your advisor or you're looking to to kind of start building your plan and make plans for retirement, you know, reach out to Wade and his team and go through these questions and, and ask these tough questions to him and find out what he believes uh, you should be doing. Yeah. And you can don't, do that. Be, don't be afraid to do it. I mean, they there was a recent study that said, you know, when people go to the doctor, they many times won't tell them their true situation. They're, they're afraid right. to tell them. And that doesn't help you with your health. And the same thing is true of your financial situation. You know, just be honest so that the person can do the best job to help you accomplish what you want to do. Yeah, I think that's a great point. We we were very, we always were very hesitant to share the truth a lot of times. But to get to the root of the issue and to solve that problem, you have to be completely transparent. And that's the best way to approach it. So do that with Wade and his team. Again, chessmanwealth.com is where you can find them online. Their office on Rambler Road and on the phone. If you like calling, you can do that at 214-572-2120. So let's dive now into our mailbag. All right. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right. As we do on most shows, we dip into the mailbag to answer your questions. If you're a listener to this podcast, the Money Night Podcast, you can send them in at chessmanwealth.com or you can call Wade and his team and he'll bring them here to the show and we'll ask them right here and give you the answer so it helps everyone. And we got a couple today that I like about 401k, something that we all or most of us have invested in at some point. So first one comes from Kevin. He asked you, Wade, my employer said they're going to stop matching 401k contributions in a few months because they have to offset rising health insurance costs. If I'm not getting a match, should I just stop contributing to my 401k and save money elsewhere? Well, not necessarily. It still could be a good deal. One of the benefits of the 401k is it allows you to save a lot more than other vehicles. Like a 401k allows you to put away a whole lot more than a regular IRA, for example. So if you have aggressive saving goals, that might be a reason to do it. If uh, many 401ks have a Roth option. So again, it would allow you to do a lot more of a contribution in a Roth option than you would just if you did a Roth on your own. So that'd be some of the reasons maybe you would continue to do it. If you're not necessarily putting a whole lot in it, then there might be some reasons to go outside of that. Because typically in a non-401k situation, you have more options available to you about the types of things you can invest in, the type of vehicles you can do. But not, I wouldn't say stop it just because there's no match. It certainly makes it less advantageous. You know, you're not getting, you know, free money, but there's other benefits to investing in a 401k. But I would say the most important thing is have a plan. If you're going to stop investing in your 401k, you better have a plan to invest somewhere else, right? You don't want to just forget about it and then all of a sudden you start having more money in your paycheck and you and all of a sudden you start spending a little right, bit more, right? Right. That's not a good plan. 
to stop saving no, and spend more. I don't like that plan. <laughs> Nobody likes that plan. Uh, and Wade's team can help you out with that, Kevin, if you have any questions about, you know, specifically where else you can invest your money. Yeah. And I think it's good, though, too, that you have you, you realize you have more options, too, if you pull back from that 401k a little bit and start examining maybe there is something better out there for you. So our second question comes from Annie. Another 401k question. She says, most of my 401k is invested in company stock. Is that a bad thing, Wade? Well, it's a risky thing. It can be a risky thing. We all, I don't know how many people, I think a lot of people have forgotten about Enron. But, you know, Enron was a company in Houston, and Enron's not around anymore. And a lot of people in that company had their money invested in Enron stock, and they saw a lot of their wealth evaporate. So I would just say, if most of your money's in your four one in your four one k's invested in company stock, I would make sure you, that you understand the type of risk that you have there. Number one, your livelihood is tied up in the company, and now you've got your retirement tied up in the company. I mean, if you get lucky and pick the right company, it can work out. But there's a possibility you pick the wrong company, and not only do you not have a job, perhaps, but your four one k is down as well. And so we would definitely recommend the concept of diversification and not putting all your eggs in one basket. You might keep some of it in there, but if most of your money's in company stock, I would take a hard look at that and make sure you understand the type of risk that you're taking. Yeah, that's good information. And it can make you maybe a little uncomfortable with your company too. If, you, if you're working very hard and putting in a lot of effort and you see that stock price decline and you feel like you're losing value, it can be a tough feeling and tough to go in the office maybe even if uh, that's the case. So diversification is always important. And that's the case here with your 401k, Annie. And reach out to Wade and, and get some more specifics on what else you can be investing in to diversify and, and balance out your portfolio. Uh, that's very, very vital. So appreciate the questions there. Again, if you have any questions, you can always send them in to us. Chessmanwealth.com is a way to do it. Uh, Wade and his team at Chessman Wealth can help you out. Uh, any ways that you, uh, any questions you have, any concerns that you might have, they're available. Check out their office on Rambler Road. You can you can find them there, but also uh, on the phone at 214-572-2120. They help clients in Dallas and outside of Dallas. So no matter where you are, where you listen to this podcast, Wade and his team can help you out with that. So Wade, we'll put a wrap on this episode. Right, uh, I appreciate the conversation. Uh, some good information on divorce too. I encourage you to reach out to Wade and his team if, if you've been through a divorce and, and have questions about Social Security and what other benefits might still be available to you down the road. And awkward questions, you got to ask them with your advisor. Wade's there to help you out on that as well. So we'll put a bow on away. We appreciate the time today. All right. Have a great day. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts and you'll get the next episode delivered right to you or wherever you listen to your podcast. That's going to do it for this episode of The Money Night. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Carson Partners, a division of CWM LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.